Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the daily podcast. Pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and oh, you know, I'm over the moon. We are being broadcast in 40 different countries. I'm going to say them real quick as a shout out. Czech Republic, Taiwan, Norway, Japan, Thailand, Nigeria, Turkey, Ghana, Djibouti, Papua New Guinea, Kenya, Malaysia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Spain, Slovakia, Singapore, Puerto Rico, Austria, Colombia, Finland, South Korea, Sweden, Dominican Republic, Ireland, Argentina, Indonesia, France, Vietnam, India, Netherlands, Russia, Sierra Leone, South Africa, Canada, Brazil, Germany, Philippines, United Kingdom, Australia, and the United States. Yay! And we're broadcasting in 36 of the United States. We added Delaware today. Delaware, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Everyone that knows me knows I'm over the moon because we're getting God's word out there. So I am dedicating today's podcast to two fabulous gentlemen that my daughter and I both met yesterday. Actually, one guy I already knew and the other one is a new friend. So dedicating today to Peter who is originally from Hungary, and Marco, who hails from Egypt. Now, of course, I'm hoping both of them are listening to the podcast today. Um, Hi, guys. And I'm hoping that they will share it with their native land so that we can add Hungary and Egypt to our listening family. Okay, let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead, for I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, Help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. 
Now prayers from the wilderness. Close your eyes, bow your head. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. (laughs) This is a meditation of praise for God's watchful eye. Dear Father, as I start this day, only you know what I will encounter. Realizing your watchful eye is my protection, provides me with comfort and strength. It is my assurance I am not alone. Your watch over my life provides a barrier from hurt and harm. I praise you for watching over me so I do not have to swim through unfamiliar waters with no direction or plan. I know your intentions are all encompassing and they include problems that surprise me but are not unknown to you. I praise you, Father, for guiding me with your eye from danger to safety, from darkness to light, and from sorrow to joy. I am continuously amazed by your omnipresence. As you watch over me, you are simultaneously overseeing the affairs of the universe. The fact that you consider me to have significance in the grand scheme of the world is awesome and proof of your unconditional love for me. I praise you for leading me away from people who desire to poison my mind and spirit and ushering in those who know your language of love and faith. But I also praise you for the unbelievers in my life for whom I can be a living example, I pray. Father, I am thankful every day is a new experience with you. I marvel at the ways in which you lead me. Sometimes it is morning prayers confirmed with a word from a sermon or from the Bible. Sometimes you place your discernment in my spirit. And sometimes it is a clear word from the Holy Spirit telling me what I need to do and where I need to go. But it is always your love being poured into my life. So Lord, I praise you for your protection. I praise you for your love. I praise you for your continuous leading and watchful eye. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Alleluia. Don't you move. Stay right there. We'll be right back. It's going to be on and popping today. 40 countries. 40 countries. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I can calm down a bit, but I am still on fire. I was in theological class last night at the Harvest Bible University, and it was off the chain as usual. Boy, God placed me in the right place. So I'm going to share with you 
directly from my notes. Okay? So bear with me. Some good, good nuggets are here. All right. So Luke chapter 11 is recommended for a reading. And it is the parable of the persistent friend. It is about being consistent and not giving up. Okay. So there's a few things to share about prayer. First off, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? A continuous action is needed. We are to keep on asking. God does not give the Holy Spirit to unbelievers. He gives the Holy Spirit to believers. Now, why would we ask for the Holy Spirit if we already have it? Because we are to seek God daily. If you ever see someone with the Holy Spirit, you are going to want it. When you see it, you will want it. Believe me. So don't give up getting it. We are to push which means pray until something happens. Push. Sovereign means in control. Now, when God says no, it's because he has a better plan for us. Yay. That's good news. So for instance, if God says no to a Ferrari, It's because he wants you in a Rolls Royce. God always wants exceedingly more than we can imagine for ourselves. Okay, I'll stop preaching. All right, God is about finding the lost sheep. You gotta know that. He wants the lost sheep. If you've ever lost something, You will find it at the last place that you looked. The Lord teaches us to be persistent. So you know when you lose something, you go crazy in a frenzy looking for it. And when you are persistent, you find it. Okay. We are to be thankful in all things that God has given us. So that's key with prayer. So you always are giving thanks. Now there is a mystery of prayer. Why should there be a plan for prayer? The reason is because it is according to his glory and will, not ours. That's a plan. Why does God want us to pray? Because God uses us for the work that he wants done. And you can read about that in Ezekiel 22, verses 30 onward. Listeners, God needs us to intercede for him. God invites us and exhorts us to pray. 
We are to ask, seek, and knock. When we do that, then we're to watch what happens. God is binding us to an answer when we ask, seek, and knock. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do. And that's John chapter 15, verse 7, and John chapter 16, verse 23. Here's another good point. We need to pray when we are on the throne of our lives. So when things are going great, we also need to pray then. God offers us his scepter to redeem man. God uses us. If we fail to pray, he will wait until we do. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever is loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. If you forgive sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. If your brother repents, forgive him. Jesus is the light. We are the candle. Now the word tells us, if you are sincere, the Lord will forgive you. And you should be asking yourself, why don't I pray more? Before cell phones, there was prayer and no battery needs to be recharged. God will hear you whenever you pray. The Lord wants everyone to be saved. Anyone who does not want to receive the word, that is their choice. That is their choice. And God knows how that is going to go down. Amen. Here's another good point. And this is from my notes, guys. So you know I was just on fire. Everyone that you take up time with Yes, everyone that you take up time with should also be seeking God. They will tell you, just listen for it. If you don't hear it, then that is your answer regarding that friendship. Hmm. Everyone you take up time with should also be seeking God. Wow, that's good. So, the creator of the universe is looking and using me. That should blow your mind. It is God who wants the continual relationship. It is God who wants the continual relationship, yeah? You are chosen. 
It is God that makes you listen or want to listen to this podcast. Only Him. You do not want to get into heaven by the skinny skin skin. You want to grow in your faith. You want to know where you're going in the next life. God gives us authority over all the nations. Wow. His children. Amazing. And you can read about that in Revelations 3, verse 21. Stay right there. I'll be back with more. Yes, there's more. The class is from 7 to 10 p.m. (laughs) Stay right there. I'll be right back. When you follow the Lord, that means trusting Him, believing in Him, listening to Him, going to Him, starting your day with Him. Well, you're going to have a very special place with Him. So how can we ever be depressed? It's the evil one trying hard to get you down when you're depressed. So have a prayerful attitude all the time. And then the devil can't get in. Prayer is on-site job training. We are to acquire the character and knowledge that we need to handle the affairs of this earth. Loosed means to set free. So set free your sin on earth now. Because there is no sin in heaven. And listeners, we have to be under someone's authority or else we will think that we are God himself. And what a load off to know that you're not going to go to hell. If you're following the Lord and he knows you and you're in his grace, you're not going to hell. (laughs) Your sins are forgiven The second they are atoned for. That's God's promise. He's so good. So I'm going to repeat. If we do not pray, God will not act. God has all the power in heaven and on earth. God has all the power on earth and in heaven. So please, come into full maturity and understand that. God will wait and so will your blessings. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Have an attitude of prayer. Try to have three times a day that you pray to God. We've been taught that we are to eat three meals a day, right? And here's the funny thing. God already knows the prayer that is going to come. So be involved in God's program. And everything your heart desires will come into fruition. Everything in God's time. But hey, he's driving. (laughs) What do we have to worry about? 
Can we control God? Can we manipulate him? No way. Period. There are tens of thousands of hundred thousands contingencies of outcomes that could happen. But in the end, it is his plan that prevails no matter what. So no matter what tangent we go on, no matter what path we choose to stumble upon, in the end, it is his plan that prevails no matter what. God does not forget our prayers. We may, but he does not. We are prophets, we are priests, we are kings. He is the king of kings. So please, don't ever forsake the fellowship with God. Amen. Good lessons there. I did my best to share the word. God is good. He was moving my pen so I could get the good news to you. Okay, stay right there. We'll be back again. We're going to keep on moving. Keep on moving. Here's a cute saying. It says, as cold water and a warm iron take away the wrinkles of clothes, a cool mind and a warm heart takes out the worries of life. Amen. So cool. My spiritual advisor, Bobby, bought me a new devotional book. And you guys know I love them. The Day by Day Daily Words. I love them. This one is called A Spectacle of Glory, God's Light Shining Through Me Every Day. And it's by Joni Erickson. Ta-da. And this one says, Colossians 3, verse 1. Being in heaven with our God will never, not for one instant, be boring. Here on earth, wired as we are to live in space and time, just about anything that goes on for a while has a boredom factor. Even a great vacation at a beach resort with perfect weather and all the amenities has the potential to feel empty if it goes on for too long. That is not the case in heaven. Eternity is not boring, changeless because that implies a passage of time. Eternity is timeless and time doesn't pass. Words like trillions of years have no meaning there. Eternity simply is eternity. We are wrong if we imagine heaven as wispy, thin, and vaporous. No, it is earth that is like withering grass, not heaven. 
Heaven will be more vital than anything we have ever experienced on earth. Our relationship with God will be dynamic, enthralling, ever new, infinitely expanding, and pushing into new dimensions of joy, peace, fulfillment, and intense satisfaction. Father, I am so thankful you instructed us to set our sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand and to think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. You not only give us permission to dream about the next life, you also command it. Mm, Beautiful, beautiful. And here's more of Joni. She says, I find myself praying often for endurance. Hebrews 10, 23. In the book of Revelation, Jesus said, Hold fast until I come. And James writes, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because that person will receive the crown of life. So just how then are we to pray for endurance? We are to ask God to keep me, preserve me, and defeat every rising rebellion or doubt in my heart. I ask God to deliver me from the temptation to complain. I ask him to crush the camera when I start running mental movies of my successes. And you can do the same. Ask the Lord to incline your heart, master your will, and do whatever must be done to keep you trusting and fearing him until Jesus comes. Hold fast. That day will come soon. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for telling me to hold fast and then giving me the ability to do what I could never do in my own strength. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming alongside me, whispering encouragement and holding my head above water when trials come in like a flood. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. And God's way day by day. It says, bring all the tithes. (laughs) Our favorite topic, right? Malachi 3.10. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Hallelujah. Amen. God's promise of abundant, overflowing blessing is directly linked to obedience in giving tithes and offerings to him. To thank God, to ask God to bless you financially, even though you are in disobedience to his commandments, is to ask God to overlook his own laws and statutes and to deny truthfulness of his word. God will not do that. Our role is to obey God in all matters, including our giving of tithes and offerings. This is not an area of negotiation. Uh Uh-oh. 
We must never expect God to turn his back on his word for the sake of meeting our personal needs. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Everything we make, everything we have, everything we own, everything that's here on this earth belongs to God. Everything. So when he allows us to earn money, all we are to do is to give one-tenth of our income. And that means if you make $200, then $20 is your tithe offering. The reason that this is so important, and I can speak on it today, is because I am tithing and my cup runneth over. I think the last sentence was, if you give, you will not be able to contain everything that the Lord will give back to you. Okay, we're running out of time, but I want you to know, listeners, um, practice giving the tithe. It takes a minute to get into the rhythm if you're not already giving. If you haven't taken time to do that, it is a blessing. It is a guarantee of blessings, and you can take my word on it. So today, go out be kind, give, calculate your earnings. Just start with the latest check or income and figure out where and how you can give 10%. That's all that God asks. And he gives us everything. And we'll be back tomorrow to pray some more, to talk to God to let him know we are alive and kicking and on his team. God loves you. Bye for now.